resolve right now. So my point of how I opened this entire episode, this is that time of year where it's very easy to delay. It's very easy to push off whatever it is that we hope to achieve, maybe at some point in 2023, maybe even in 2024, or maybe a few years down the line, if we really think about the steps it'll take, the sacrifices and decisions and the level of discipline we may need to execute to get to our goals. And I love this phrasing of resolve right now because it encourages you to just go ahead and start. Let's link up with Krista on The Fix. She's a wellness coach with a focus on mental well-being and physical strength. listeners welcome to episode 82 of the fix podcast i'm your host christy huber and i've got another solo episode for you guys this week and i'm very excited about this topic i seem to be on a little bit of a tough love kick and i think that's kind of appropriate for the time of year that we're getting into it is if you're listening to this episode on the day that it drops it is october 20th we are over halfway through this month We don't have many months left in the year of 2022, and it is usually the time of year that I have those client conversations or even with potential clients or people I work with inside of my gym talking about how they've resided to the fact that they can leave their fitness and nutrition goals to the upcoming year, to 2023. They can leave it to January because, oh, look at the time. It's already October, it's basically November, which means it's basically Thanksgiving, and then after that, it's going to be Christmas. So there's all these different holidays and all of these different things and events and potential friction points that are just, frankly, it's true, going to make it that much harder for you to achieve a goal that you might have set for yourself. And I get it. I hear that. I've definitely been that person. I'm sure that I've been that person at some time in my life, especially when I felt like I had so many other priorities. It's really difficult if you tuned into our last episode. I touched on this pretty extensively to sometimes forget that we can very easily compartmentalize. We we tend to compartmentalize our fitness and nutrition from everything else in our lives. We'll often put it in a box and say, oh, well, I need to focus on work. I need to focus on my relationship. I need to focus on X, whatever it is, fill in the blank. And then I put my fitness and nutrition outside of it. So if you want a little more on that particular subject, I would encourage you to go back and listen to episode 81 that we dropped two weeks ago because, in my opinion, it was some pretty powerful stuff. And I actually utilized real-life client examples of the challenges that the members of the Fitness Fix program are dealing with on a regular basis and some of my followers on social media too just throwing in why this time of year might be challenging for them or what they feel like those sticky points are that make it that much easier to one, come up with some excuses on why you need to press pause on hitting your goals or two, just feel like it's not the right time. Now, this is probably a podcast episode that if I were to go back or run through a few different episodes, especially even around this time last year of recordings, 
that I've probably recorded in some way. I'm positive that this messaging has come through the fix and has come through my coaching, has come through my social media platforms, but I think it's so important and hopefully we have some new listeners out there who have recently tuned into the show that it just might be your first time hearing it or for those of you who have been around here for a hot minute, it might be a really good reminder that we need to hear heading into the holiday season. So to set this up a little bit, I was having a conversation just this week with a fellow instructor over at the Ford Athletic Club where I am the lead nutrition coach and also one of the instructors. And we were talking about a friend who very quickly in having a conversation about potentially working with a nutrition coach, her friend was very quick to be like, ugh, I've worked with so many nutritionists. Ugh, I've tried this diet. I've tried that. And she felt like, what was the point of possibly talking to another coach? What was going to be different about this time? What did I have as a possible tool in my toolkit that this person had not had pitched to her before, had not utilized before in some way? And I'm going to be super honest. Nothing, probably nothing. Maybe there are a couple things, perspectives or different sort of outlooks that I might have, an insight that I might have, or just my take on life from the experiences that I've had that another coach or nutritionist or some sort of practitioner or wellness professional that she's worked with in the past didn't have. But at the end of the day, if no matter how we really slice it, most of us coaches out here are relying on a lot of the same tools. The perfect example would be the way that inside of the Fitness Fix program, we utilize macronutrients. And yes, that is a huge foundation of the program. You could go anywhere on Instagram and you can easily find another coach that also uses that as a part of his or her program and supporting their clients. But I think the difference actually needs to push back on you as the individual. So what I mean by that is using the same example of the person I was having this conversation with, something that she said to me was, you know, my friend has tried a lot of different things and she feels like she's at this point of, I just don't know if this is going to work. That's actually a you problem. And that kind of stings a little bit when you think about it because, okay, you could hire a coach. And yes, I could present you different tools. Again, you could go anywhere on social media, on the internet, walk into a gym and hire a coach. The factor that is going to make something different is the way that you as the individual choose to show up. And I loved the way this instructor said it to me. She said her advice to her friend, and I totally echo this sentiment, and now plan to record the rest of the conversation around this entire topic, is resolve right now. I love that. I'm going to say it again because I think it's really powerful. Resolve right now. So my point of how I opened this entire episode, this is that time of year where it's very easy to delay. It's very easy to push off whatever it is that we hope to achieve, maybe at some point in 2023, maybe even in 2024, or maybe a few years down the line, if we really think about the steps it'll take, the sacrifices and decisions and the level of discipline we may need to execute to get to our goals. And I love this phrasing of resolve right now because it encourages you to just go ahead and start. And that's usually the toughest step. 
and you might be listening to this and saying, actually, I don't think that's the toughest step, Krista, because I've started and I've started again and I've started again. And I know how frustrating it is to feel like you have to keep starting over. It's it feels defeating. It feels like there's something wrong with you personally. And it's especially frustrating when we have all of these different diet options out on the market. Back to those same tools I was highlighting and saying that a lot of us coaches have in common. That's also part of the downfall. There are all these tools out there. Maybe some of them work for a bunch of people. We get into a whole can of worms and the fact that a lot of them are not really the best for our overall health. And therefore, they're encouraging very quick fixes rather than long-lasting, sustainable results and that that balanced lifestyle that we're constantly chasing. I say that probably every single day. This quote-unquote balanced lifestyle, well, where the heck is it? It's in the work. And it's in the work that you, by saying, I am going to wait until 2023, until January 1st, until December 31st, until February even, Or maybe you'll then say to yourself, oh, I'll wait another month after that. And then another holiday is going to come and a trip and a birthday and an event. All of these different points in our lives are going to keep coming. So you have to ask yourself, why am I not resolving right now? And that takes a little bit of deeper work. So in listening to this episode, if there's something that I can encourage you to consider and encourage you to take with you right now today, We've been doing a lot of journal prompts in our last few episodes. So as I've mentioned on past recordings, go ahead. If you're taking a walk right now while you're listening to this, pull out your phone, open the notes app on your phone and just start jotting down some of these questions. I'll also jot them in the show. I'll jot them down in the show notes so that you guys can refer back to it later, especially if you're driving or something like that. Um, But I think this is really important. I think we get so caught up in the surface level. We get so caught up in the fact that we feel like we have all these other external factors we can blame. We have all these events that are happening like the holidays and we just say to ourselves, "Eh, it's not really the right time. There's food around. I'm traveling. I have a break in my work schedule. Your routine looks different. And yeah, those are, again, like I will give anybody sitting and listening to this or myself even sitting here the benefit of the doubt. Those are reasons that it makes it very easy to possibly push your fitness and nutrition down the line. But I want you to ask yourself a couple of questions and maybe you just kind of have these thoughts and think about them and sit on them a little bit or write them down. If you really want to take this to the next level, I would strongly encourage you to write these things down and then read back through them and even save them, read back through them and revisit them in a couple of months from now and see if some of the beliefs that you're holding on to are actually true because a lot of it is this feedback loop that we're giving ourselves, that we're convincing ourselves and using all of these excuses that I keep referring back to to make us really truly believe that it's not the right time when maybe that's just not reality. It doesn't have to be a reality because again, this comes down to you. So you are the only barrier to resolving this right now. You can ask for help and that's what I want you to start with. I want you to ask yourself, when is the last time I asked for help with your fitness and nutrition? But maybe it's with other things in your life. Maybe one of the reasons why you're not able to focus on your fitness and nutrition 
is because you feel really overwhelmed in your job. You have a ton of responsibilities. I have clients that work in sales. This is the last quarter. This is the time to push. And they may be heads down doing the work, going after the sales goals that they set for themselves, trying to exceed them because they have a lot of financial gain on the line. And I'm here for that. I support that. I often see with a lot of the women that I work with, They're so high achieving in so many other aspects of their lives. They're very high achieving when it comes to their professional careers. They're amazing moms. They put their families before themselves in so many ways that they forget that it's okay to raise their hands and ask for help. So consider that. When's the last time you asked for help? It could be one as kind of a follow-up question. Was that fitness and nutrition related? Or two, Is it in some other area of your life that you know is taking up a lot of your energy and can also acknowledge that it doesn't have to take up that much energy? You don't have to carry the burden of whatever that is on your back. Females are very notorious for doing this and feeling like they need to have that responsibility. The guy's out there too, but most of the the fix population is female. So I'm definitely speaking to you ladies with, with most of this messaging. The second question is if it's been a while that you've asked for help, what's stopping you from doing it? If you're listening to this podcast, it definitely can't be that you just don't know who to ask because I'll raise my hand right now if you're listening to this and you need help. Like I say at the end of every solo episode I do and have said multiple times over the past few episodes, I'm here for you. Whether you want to jump into a DM conversation, chat back and forth, book a free consult with me. We are still taking on new clients through the end of December. And I can guarantee you that if you start now, you will be much further ahead than some of those people who decide to wait until January. I'm going to get to the why in a second after we finish going through the journal prompt. So that's going to be that second question. Ask yourself why. What is stopping you from raising your hand and asking for help? This is a big question Because a lot of times it might be fear, it might be shame, it might be embarrassment. It could be the whole, hey, I feel like I've tried so many different things and I'm just too frustrated that I want to throw my hands up in the air. That's a real emotion and that's a real feeling to have and it might not change in just one phone conversation or one set of text messages back and forth or venting about it to a friend or family member. It probably won't change in that little period of time. But if you keep sitting with that emotion and just sitting with it and not really doing anything about it and trying to shove it down maybe even saying to yourself oh it's this whole food situation isn't worth it to me and I just want to eat things that taste really good so we have that effort kind of moment well that's certainly not going to get you any closer to where you ultimately want to go the next question that I would encourage you to ask yourself is Who do I want to become? Rather than asking yourself what your goals are. So rather than writing down something like, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to lose 3% body fat. I want to be able to bench 135. I want to be able to hit two chin-ups in the gym. Whatever the goal is, big, small, it's all relative to you. The goal setting process is great, but If you tie it to another outcome, like something else in your life that is directly tied to your values, asking yourself the question, who do I want to become? And then as a follow-up to that, how do I need to show up 
to be that person. The how and the what. Like, what do I need to do? How do I have, how can I show up that way? Like, what are some small steps I can take right now today to get to where I want to go? Those are huge questions. Those last two questions in particular and the one before that are probably really big questions that if you haven't really spent time journaling or kind of sitting with yourself and thinking about what you want out of your life and taking stock or taking an audit of what's important to you and really sitting down and defining what your values are, you might just be operating in this autopilot and going about your day to day, accepting that your current reality is the reality you're meant to be in. And that's just not true. You have a choice of how you can show up. You have a choice of deciding right now in this exact moment that you can resolve something. You don't need to resolve everything. I'll even push back and say, well, I love the phrase resolve right now. Maybe that's a strong word. Like maybe resolve implies that you've reached like the pinnacle solution and you've reached the ultimate solution to whatever the problem is that you're facing or to whatever the goal is that you have. So instead, let's get really clear on who you want to be as a person. And maybe you're already there in a lot of ways. Again, mentioning somebody who is really incredible in their career and feels very fulfilled and is a top performer, those same skills are the same exact skills we want to lean on to get you to the person that you want to be when it comes to what you see in the mirror, how you feel in the clothes that you put on your body, the confidence that you have, your mindset, your mental health, not even just the physical. And the amazing part is, like we mentioned in our episode from two weeks ago, this all has a domino effect. When you actually tie it together, you can start to recognize that all of the things that you are really great at right now today and you have these measurable examples of success like a promotion or you know, achieving a certain level of income or getting a raise, those things that are very tangible in that regard, you can take those same attributes and those same strengths and those same skills and apply them to what it takes to change your body, to change your physique, to change your relationship with food, to just create some kind of positive change in your life, however you choose to define it. And when you tie it to your values, when you tie it to this belief that that's how you need to just show up as a person, like you intrinsically feel it in your bones and you're saying to yourself, well, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to show up every single day. As soon as I get out of bed, as soon as my feet hit the floor, my head gets off the pillow, like what decisions can I make in those moments to show up to the person that I want to be? That is where the discipline will actually come in. Because your values, if they truly are values that you hold near and dear and they run deep, they don't just leave you. They don't just come and go the way motivation does. They won't just come and go with that tiny moment when it's late at night and maybe you're stressed out and you had a long day and you're like, do I really need to go back into the kitchen and get that handful of chocolate chips or whatever it is? And my client who does that knows that that's a shout out to you. But there's nothing wrong with the chocolate chips as long as we can make room for them and plan them accordingly. But it's those micro decisions that we make repeatedly, keeping with the chocolate chip example, we keep doing that on a daily basis. Now, all of a sudden, we have a pattern. And all of a sudden, we're in a situation where that pattern starts to compound. And the consequences or the results from that decision to go back into the kitchen, grab those handful of chocolate chips, 
might start as a handful. Then it turns into a little bit more. Then it turns into a little bit more. We're doing it two days a week. Then we're doing it five. Then all of a sudden we're doing it seven days a week. Then all of a sudden you're not really paying attention to some of the other decisions you may be making around your food choices on a daily basis. And here we go. Now we're in that moment of like, well, how did I actually get here? So going through all those questions, asking yourself those questions, and again, just to recap them, I will drop them all down in the show notes so that you can take a quick peek and check out exactly how to set up that journal prompt. If you want to literally copy and paste it from the show notes, put it right into the notes app on your phone. But start asking yourself, really dig into that values one. And then from there, take another second and think about the goals that you do have. And then let's try to tie them together and really think about, again, how can we use some of those values and the attributes and skills that are associated with those values that already are a part of who you are. Like, for example, if you really value hard work, you can take that hard work, that attribute of hard work, like you really value, you have this drive within you, you want to show up to be a successful person, your value may be tied to the status that you're receiving from your job or having job security or having financial security in your life. That itself, like I kind of walked through like all the layers of what the actual value is and dropping all of those different examples. The value itself is the financial security. All of the things that you need to do to get there, one of those components is probably hard work. The really beautiful thing is we can take that hard work and apply it to how you show up with your fitness and your nutrition. And we can lean into that. Another example of an attribute that can be tied to a lot of different values in your life, and again, one that immediately comes to mind because it's a repeated example I see among the women I work with, is around feelings of control or some little bit of perfectionism going on. We have two choices. We can see that as a detriment, and we can, to our benefit, focus on ways to kind of let go a little bit. There's a ton of value in that. That's not for today's conversation. I want you to flip it and think about how can I take that wanting and that desire for control and use it to my advantage to say follow and understand macronutrients, really learn how to look at protein, carbs, and fat. If your brain is wired in that way where you really like some sense of control, we can use that as a strength and really capitalize on it and almost in a lot of ways, like channel something that maybe has some negatives to it and channel the positive component for good. Like the good is going to be the results that you will get from that, from the fact that for you, I know I'm speaking definitely from personal experience and my relationship with macronutrients. I utilize them as a tool because I've seen it work in my own life. And I'm totally that person that desires perfectionism, that wants to have certain levels of control in a lot of different areas, personal, professional, and the like. And I really found this love and understanding for macronutrients from a nutrition perspective because it just finally clicked. I was like, this shit makes sense. I actually understand how I can eat the foods I really love. So that's honestly a really great segue into, well, okay, I started asking myself all these questions, Crystal. Well, now what the hell do I do with them? How do I decide what that path forward is. Let's go all the way back to the top. When's the last time you asked for help? And again, if you haven't asked for help in a hot minute or you're starting to recognize that 
if you've asked for help, it didn't last long, or you asked for help and you felt like you weren't getting the best guidance and maybe you weren't because you're not where you are, where you want to be right now, I will still remind you that you need to take personal responsibility for that too, because how you show up, that's how we got into this whole podcast. You are the barrier. You as the individual and the way you decide to show up is the ultimate factor in all of this. But at the same time, asking yourself when's the last time I asked for help did it work like really really dissect that if it's been a while or what you were utilizing in the past just hasn't seemed to work for you because you're probably listening to this nodding your head being like yeah I need to try something new go ahead and ask for help book the phone call book the phone call with me I would love to give you some sort of guidance to get you on your way the second strong request that I would make for you going back to this whole phrasing of resolve right now is think about taking messy action and what I mean by messy action is think about just one or two changes you can make in your life immediately like right now in this moment today it could be as simple as this you might be listening to this podcast right now and maybe you're taking a break from work and you're sitting at your desk get up, go outside and go for a walk. Better yet, plan to go for walks regularly. Anytime I drop an episode every other Thursday, make that your time when you look at your calendar for Thursdays to decide that that's when you're going to go for a walk. You're making a date to listen to the show, which I love and appreciate. But that's a really small step that you can make. And when I say take messy action, this completely counters the whole perfectionism component. It counters the whole control component. And I can give my own real life example that doesn't necessarily have to do with food, but it has to do with podcasting. So I've been podcasting for almost two years. We're coming up on year two in December, which is very exciting. We'll be at episode 100 before we know it, which is an awesome feat. And while timing is everything and access to certain resources play a huge factor, it's taken me a long time to decide like, hey, let's put more into the show. Let's upgrade this show. Let's get on YouTube. And if you're watching this video right now, you might have noticed that I'm recording in a new space, which I'm super excited about. And I think it's going to be so much fun and it's going to really add a lot of new elements and cool flavor to these episodes. But I had to really just push myself to be like, just go ahead and do it. I could come up with so many reasons to be like, I'm not ready for this. Or I feel like this isn't the best time to go ahead and do this. I need to work on X, Y, Z. And as I was sitting here preparing for this conversation, I've actually realized how much podcasting and how much ad-libbing I do in the recording these has allowed me to force myself to learn to let things go a little bit. Another version of me two years ago, three years ago, even five years ago, even just in me describing my relationship with macronutrients and why I like them so much because everything's all organized and it's like playing a little game with yourself. That version of me would not have been okay with thinking about what topic she wanted to hit on a podcast literally five minutes before she recorded it. I would have come up with reasons not to start the show. I would have come up with reasons to forget recording an episode, definitely not having seasons of shows and tons of content around it, 
or if I even think back to the growth that I've had in recording these and the effort it takes to put into them, there was a version of me that 10 months ago definitely couldn't sit here and just turn the camera on and let the mic go and just talk and say whatever comes to my mind. And sometimes I teeter back and forth between those two things. So that's where the messy action comes in. As I walked into this new space, I sat down, I got my computer out, I was getting a light for the land, the setup, everything I needed to feel a little bit more comfortable. I texted a couple of friends, I texted my editor, I texted my mom and told her I was going into the new space and admittedly was a little bit nervous about the process. Like I'm so used to just being in front of my computer, looking at Zoom, we got lights going in here and I'm super happy to be in the space. But I definitely had those moments of saying to myself, "Mm, maybe like, am I ready to actually do this right now? And I went back to the tools that I have available to me. One of them was as simple as opening the notes app on my computer and just jotting down a couple of the phrases I wanted to hit throughout this episode. Just having the little reminders right there. And I didn't think about the fact that my computer screen was on the sleep timer was really short. So about two minutes in, I lost the notes and wasn't going to fumble back and forth. But we just went with it. And that's how you learn to grow. And now I can sit here. I can smile about it. I can laugh a little bit. And I can also give myself that little pat on the back to be like, okay, that's a measurement of how I've changed in some way. I even shared a story with a client just today as I'm recording this about This person is very new to their macronutrients journey, but for that reason and being new inside of my program, this individual is really excited to get started. And that is, I mean, you can't ask for a better client. Like there's nothing more like that makes me happier. There's nothing more satisfying when somebody joins your program and they're like, I'm ready to go. I'm all in. Let's do this. It's a double-edged sword. Because then something happens where, in this case, there was an unplanned date night, going out to dinner, feeling like she just didn't have the control that we got on our first check-in call. And her first words out of her mouth to me were, I don't really think this week went that great. I felt like I just didn't do what I could have done in terms of my food. I asked her to dissect it a little more. And what we figured out was that She really just because she's excited, she wants to try to check every box right away. And that's the exact opposite of taking messy action. That's the side of our brain that's like, no, in the case of my podcast, oh, I shouldn't launch a YouTube channel until I have this perfect setup or, oh, I shouldn't, you know, try to go after a specific guest because I feel like I had to, I need to have more listeners. Same even goes for trying to get sponsors and and starting to monetize the entire show itself like there's so many ways in my own life that have nothing to do with food that I could give examples of showing up that way and then same for the the client example I'm providing too and we started to talk through how other attributes that she has that can be strengths that we can just kind of refocus and redirect and reframe into positive energy into positivity and then use the examples of where she feels like maybe she messed up as a way to move forward So that's exactly what we did. We talked through it for a minute. I noted and had her actually identify the all or nothing mindset that was creeping in. And then from there, we just said to ourselves, okay, why don't we think about how we're going to approach the date night situation, for example, differently? How about we consider the fact that this weekend we're going out. Let's literally pull up the menu together of this restaurant. She happened to know where she was going. And we talked through all of our options. 
And then I tied the fact that I really wanted her to work on planning her whole day in advance, work on planning all of her meals out ahead of time. She knows the restaurant where she's going to. And then let's reverse engineer our day. That's exactly what we did. And it was like something clicked. And half of the reason why something clicked is because it aligns to the way that she already thinks. It in a lot of ways aligns to her personality, which is a really awesome component of nutrition coaching and of working with a coach because that's that toolkit that everyone technically has, but it's a toolkit where we can say to ourselves, hey, like how can we tweak it so that it works for you personally? Because I may have a different approach for another client or I may have a different approach for myself. But the best part is that she started to talk through and recognize exactly what was getting in the way of her wanting to achieve her goals. The other half of it was the fact that she recognized there's she kept saying to herself, like, there's a part of me that's like, am I kind of wanting to just eat the things I want to eat because I feel like this is going to go away? And we nip that in the bud real quick because there are no inherently good or bad foods. And we want to change that relationship. And we want to understand that we can work in those certain foods that we feel should be quote unquote off limits because of other food rules and other diet approaches that we've taken in the past that we've just kind of hung on to for too long. So those are just some kind of actual tangible examples of how I see it in my own clients' lives. And I want you to, again, to go back to those questions and then think about some of the examples I shared in my own life outside of food and nutrition and fitness than in some of my clients' stories and think about how might that apply to you? Where are you getting stuck? Where are you telling yourself that this isn't the right time? Because all in all, there's never going to be a right time. And I'm positive I've said that on a podcast episode. Just last year, if you want to go back to episodes from last November, maybe a little bit later in the season than this time of year. I want to say it was right before Thanksgiving for the whole month of November last year. I'll drop the actual episodes in the show notes as well. I did a whole series on how to handle the holiday food craze and how to approach knowing that this might trip you up or knowing if you're prone to being somebody who overeats, what can we do to anticipate that? Accept ourselves for exactly where we are and then kind of adjust that approach. So I had a lot of fun recording those episodes last year. It's going to be relevant every single holiday season. But this year, I'm excited to kind of take it up a notch. So I want everybody to mark their calendars because coming up in November, I'm very happy to share that we are going to host a little Fitness Fix Masterclass. The exact date is November 14th. The details will be down in the show notes. I'll be plugging this over the course of the next couple of episodes inside of my online community. You'll be invited into it. We're going to do this free masterclass and we are going to talk about exactly how to tackle the holidays. And I think if you got even just one piece of advice from this episode, I can promise you that that entire conversation will open it up for q and I'll talk about some other examples from my life, from challenges that clients have faced and solutions that we've come up with inside of the program. I guarantee you that you will head to the Thanksgiving dinner table and to Christmas and any other holidays that you celebrate Hanukkah, any of them in between, New Year's, dealing with alcohol decisions and all that stuff with a much better mindset and some tools that you can actually use in those moments to maybe not make the most perfect decision, but make a slightly better decision than you would have before. If I can leave you with anything, 
it's this. And I've probably alluded to it so far, but I want to say it in a specific way because I think it's powerful. Every single year, these same holidays are going to arrive. The same birthdays are going to happen. Maybe you'll go on different trips and vacations at slightly different times or different events may happen in your life with weddings, with personal life, with work, whatever it is. But these holidays, these cycles that you're experiencing that you use as reasons to not change your habits and reasons to delay are going to keep showing up. So what you need to keep in mind is sure, you could go start in January. You could start on January 1st of 2023. Or you could ask yourself, if I do that, isn't it true that I'm actually just delaying becoming the person that I really want to be? Because you are. You're literally choosing to wait. And I don't know what you're waiting for because once again, those holidays are going to be here. So instead, why don't you think for even further out than that? Why don't you think to yourself, well, how do I want to show up by October 18th, 19th, 20th of 2023? based on how I am in 2022. How do you want to show up in mid-October of 2023? That's the ultimate final question. If you want to add one more thing to that journal that you're going to answer, how do I want to show up? Who do I want to be by October of 2023? If you start now, you are giving yourself an extra 50-ish, 60 days, 65-ish days to get to that goal instead of waiting until January 1st. It's pure math, but I think the odds are in your favor if you started now because you'll get to experience the messy action. You'll put yourself in situations where you will probably mess up. And even more so, if you work with a coach and you have those mess ups, you'll have the space, you'll have the environment, you'll have the person to bounce that off of. And I would love to be that person for you. So again, if any interest we're taking on new clients inside of the Fitness Fix program right now. I'd love to help you before January because I promise you that the people who start right now will see better success in the long term and will definitely be that better version of themselves that they are truly desiring, that you may be truly desiring by the following year, by 2023. Shoot me a DM over at the Krista Huber. As always, if you guys enjoy this episode, the best thing you can do for the show is to share it with a friend. If this message resonated with you in any way, please send it out to somebody else who maybe it's someone in your life that may need a little bit of that tough love. Maybe it's better if it comes from me instead of coming from you. So this can be an indirect way to facilitate that conversation. Stay tuned for more details on the Fitness Fix Masterclass that we're doing around the holiday food craze. Again, that's November 14th. Mark your calendar. More information is coming. If you know you want to get in on that list and you want to get inside of our online client community, shoot me a message. We will make sure that you get connected and we'll get you first access for the spots in that group. And I'm really excited to just bring some fresh new content to you. So from wherever you've been listening from, hope you enjoyed our latest episode and have a wonderful rest of your day.